Hello beautiful people, welcome to another episode of the Word Up Podcast, your Bible study companion. We hope you've been blessed by previous episodes. If you're new here, would like to say a big welcome. We believe you're not here by accident and we've got something great for you today. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, tea or juice and let's get right into it. Today we will be looking at Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2 and I'll read the NIV and the Amplified versions, shall we? Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And i read the Amplified version which says, Therefore, If you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, that is, heavenly things, not on the things that are on earth, which only have temporal value. Lovely scripture. I'd like us to look at two key points in this verse of scripture. Number one, what does it mean to be raised with Christ? And number two is the battle of the mind. It's no coincidence that these verses started off with, if you have been raised or since you have been raised with Christ. For it is those who have been raised with him that can successfully set their minds on things above. We live in a fallen and broken world where sin is the nature which was introduced when Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden through disobedience. Every human is connected to Adam and Eve by nature and partake of that fallen nature when we are born into this world. In essence, no one is taught to sin. Sin is a nature that we inherited through the genes of our ancestors. It was through the fallen nature that Cain and Abel, the sons of Adam and Eve, were born into this world. And if you read that account, you realize that even without having seen an example of what it was to kill anyone, Cain nursed that thought in his mind and carried out that evil action. He killed his brother. You now ask yourself, where did that come from? It is from the sinful nature of humans. No wonder the Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fallen. Sin brings about a fall. That's why when speakers refer to what happened in the Garden of Eden, they say it is the fall of man. I've just checked my Bible and Genesis chapter 3 was subtitled the fall. So sin leads to a fall and everyone born into this world connected to Adam will come into a fallen state. Having established that we we all were born into a fallen world with a fallen nature, does that mean we have to stay there and do nothing about it and just wallow in sin and complain about it? Of course not. 
Thanks be to God, our loving Father, who always draws us to himself after our mistakes have taken us far from him. Jesus, who was described as the second Adam, had a clear assignment. We're going to see Romans chapter 5, 17 through 19. He says, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused the death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. That was Romans chapter 5 from verse 17 through 19. This is so vitally important and I would like for us to understand this. One man sinned, everyone died. One man died to free everyone from the bondage of sin and everyone is made free who believe in what he's done. Watch this. The penalty for sin is death. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. So, if anyone sinned, the result of that sin should be death. And that was what happened. Adam's sin, he died. Not just him, but everyone who would come after him. For God to break that chain, Jesus had to be born through a supernatural order so he wouldn't be under the sin siege for him to be able to pay the price by his blood. Hmm. I'd like you to rewind that again and just listen and understand what God did. I would like to say to someone listening to me, God can go any length to set you free. But note, it is one thing to be set free and yet another to live free. You can't be free but live as though you were bound. Hmm. Let's see what God says in Ephesians. Ephesians 2 from verse 4 to 6. He says, but God is so rich in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us up from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. Watch this. The only way out of the fallen state is to be united with Christ. This is a commitment that is both spiritual and physical and it is called salvation. Some other people call it being born again when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. That was when the word was first used. Being born again. Salvation. And salvation is a spiritual transaction that brings about spiritual and physical transformation. You hear people say, oh, it's between me and God. Yes, it is. But the fruits of a tree tell what kind of tree it is. So if you are saved, the fruit will show. The Bible says, by their fruits, you shall know them. We bear fruit. Your devotion is between you and God. 
but your fruit is for all to see. What kind of fruit do you bear? Are you bearing any fruit at all? I believe God wanted us to dwell on that part for a while. I'd like you to rewind if you will and listen again to understand what God is saying. Now let's move to the other point we plan to address from our verse for today. The battle of the mind. There's a constant war going on in our minds, not letting us please God. That war is between the sinful nature and the transformed nature. Who you succumb to is evidence of who has more dominance in your life or who you feed the most. If you feed your spirit man, it receives strength. But if you leave it to chance, the sinful nature is constantly fed by this world and increasing in strength. So your guess is as good as mine. If you leave it to chance, you always succumb to the sinful nature because that is increasing in strength even if you do nothing about it because that's the natural nature of man. So this war is real. The fight is real. But you have to be intentional about what you feed. You have to be intentional about what you engage in, what you spend your time on. If you do nothing, you're feeding the sinful nature because that's the natural nature of man. But you have to engage in spiritual activities that grow your spirit. To have righteous victory over the battle of the mind is to take deliberate steps to make certain changes in your life and change your priorities. You need to take deliberate steps to pray to God. Deliberate steps to read and to study the Bible, the Word of God. You need to take deliberate steps to get out of your comfort zone and attend church with the mind to hear God speak to you. In my opinion, I feel people go to church for the wrong reasons today or even without expectation. But watch this, where two or three people are gathered in the name of Jesus Christ, he said, he is there with them. And wherever Jesus is present, beautiful things happen. So whenever you go to church, be expectant when you are in the presence of God. Have your notepad ready to write instructions from God. For light is revealed in his presence. Fasting is one key that disarms the sinful nature. This is not fasting to lose weight, but fasting with prayers to build spiritual strength. Fasting is denying oneself of physical pleasure like food, television, phone access. To have constant connection with God to increase our spiritual attentivity to what God is saying. So you can fast on food, you can fast on TV, you can fast on your phone. But majorly, fasting is staying away from food and that's not a very popular teaching today. We need to learn to fast. Jesus Christ, you know, was asked when he was here, he said his disciples don't fast. And he said, well, he was with them, but when he left, they were going to fast. 
and he's left now and sent us the Holy Spirit. So we Christians need to fast. It is not a religious activity. Fasting helps us to build spiritual stamina. It is a time where we seclude ourselves. It is just you, the word of God and prayer. You're just focused on what God has for you. This is a way to build spiritual stamina and it disarms the sinful nature of man. Is your mind set on things above or on things of little value? As important as all the stuffs we pursue may seem, most of them have little value. I think we might need to do part two of this episode because there's so much more to share with you. Please let us know if you'd like us to continue on this particular episode. And now our take-home task for today is for you to read Romans chapter 7 from verse 21 to 25. Romans chapter 7 from verse 21 to 25. That is your task. I'd like you to read that scripture and let us know your thoughts or what the scripture means to you, having reflected on what we've shared today. Where is your mind? Is your mind set on heavenly things or on temporary things? Have you been raised with Christ? Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for my listeners today and I pray for those who have not been raised with Christ, who want to be raised with Christ. Ask dear Lord that you minister to them. Open their hearts to receive the message of Christ. Help them, Lord, to begin this new walk with you. If you would like to be raised with Christ, just say with me, say, Lord Jesus, forgive my sins. I receive you into my heart and today I decide to follow you and declare that you are Lord of my life, that you died and you rose again for me. Dear Father, I thank you for everyone listening and I ask for grace for us to set our hearts on things above give you praise because we know you are good. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Word Up podcast today. We hope you've been blessed and inspired by God's Word. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up podcast.